Okay. So we got to we got, we got a chance to meet the new Broncos ownership yesterday. And while I was hoping we had these confident cool billionaires like you'd see on some Bravo show about their wives, you know what I mean? Um I think we kind of got the opposite. I was pretty let down by Rob Walton, who called Roger Goodell, Roger Good- Goodell, Goodell, Roger Goodell. I mean, it's like, thanks for letting the whole world know you've never watched a football game your whole life, Rob Walton. Thank. I mean, damn, Ugh, man. It's frustrating. I'm super kind of getting frustrated right now because it's like he didn't have anyone to. I mean, Patrick Smythe probably had wanted to have a freaking heart attack when he heard that. Patrick Smythe probably just wanted to lose his mind because like, yeah, that's a, essentially that's a bad look on him. He's like, OK, here's what's happening. Here's what we're going to do. Boom, boom, boom. Be ready for this. Make sure you say this. Boom, 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 boom. And again, they're the new owners. Maybe you can't just go talk to a billionaire, you know, one of the 20 richest dudes in the world like that. But I thought it looked terrible, guys. I hated it. Okay. So, and, and then this guy, is he older than Pat Bowen would have been? I mean, <laughs> I don't mean to come in here and I don't want to try to do this whole thing here. You know what I mean? And, you know, I'm not trying to burn any bridges or anything like that. I just was not, I wanted to be swept off my feet. I got this old man <laughs> who's, Obviously, it doesn't know anything about the football, uh, about, about football, has, I don't know, uh, b- bought this team as a, like, it's his fantasy team. Like, it's a Corvette. He doesn't really care about the Broncos. This is a business venture for him. Okay, the, the Penners, his daughter and his daughter's husband, Penner, you know what I used to refer to a Penner as? What's that? Penis. Your penner. You know what I mean? So I got the Walton Penis Group. I'm just not happy right now, to be honest with you. And while, you know, the penners were a little bit more convincing, I guess, than Rob Walton, who looked like he had one foot in the grave. He was like Grave Digger. Got one foot on the gas, one foot on the grave. You know, have you ever been seeing the Grave Digger? Like, you know, the monster. The monster truck. The monster yeah, trucks. Yeah, what do they call it? Monster Jam. Monster Jam. Yeah. That's, that's, that, that's his nickname now. That's Rob Walton's nickname. The Grave Digger. One foot on the gas, one foot on the grave. I was just like, ugh, damn. It, it like, you know. If they win or they lose, I don't know how much they're going to be really caring about winning or losing. I didn't see, like, the ultimate passion for we're going to win at all costs. And then Penner said, well, our fans, our fans, you know, we know what they expect. Our fans? Hold on, pal. You got a, you got a mouse in your pocket? Because he should have said Denver Broncos fans. Denver Broncos, our fans? <laughs> Whoa. I mean, okay. Say you buy the company and there's been 500 workers there and you just bought it and these people have been working for 20 years. Are they now your workers? Are they the workers of the company you just bought? They'll eventually become your workers. 
our fans, Penner said. Okay. Um, Not a great start for me. Okay. I hope that these people became the rich, you know, some of the richest people in the whole world by making very good business decisions by hiring great. Um, I don't know. Um, gross grocery people to, and you know, uh, to help have created the freak show that is Walmart. Okay. You go to Walmart for like cheap prices, not like the best service and not for like the cleanest aisles. And not for like you, you go to Target for a little more polish. Okay? You go to Target for, you know, it's like going to Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is like, oh, no, no, no. It's our pleasure. How many Chick-fil-A sauces do you want? Nope, it's it's our pleasure. Okay. You go to KFC, there was a piece of wood in our 12 piece, I told you a couple months ago. A piece of wood. And when we took it back, they're like, we ain't got no wood here. That ain't our wood. And I was like, uh, there's just wood in it. Can we get our money back? Can we get our $40 we spent back so I can go to like Maggiano's or Cheesecake Factory instead of KFC? It's a different standard of quality. It's different. <sighs> That's very worrisome to me that uh, he can't. They can't even pronounce the commissioner's name. I mean, right. give me a freaking break here. He got one job, you know. What did McD uh, Josh McDaniels just say? Do your job and quit making bleep up. Come on, Rob Walton. You didn't look and act like the richest dude. I wasn't impressed. Knock me off my feet. They knock me off of my feet. I don't know. I was just kind of little was air was let out of the tire little like a little got slowly. I was like, oh that hurts a little bit. I don't know. Now I hope I never see or hear from them for a long time. And they let all the football people do the football jobs. They have Joe Ellis sticking around for one year, kind of like, um, you know, I don't know, like John Elway had Brian Zander stick around for one more year to like show him where like the binders for the tight ends are and like the snack machines around the building and where like, you know, the poopers are type of stuff. That's cool, I guess. We'll talk about Joe Ellis. He's been a friend of the show. We've had Joe Ellis on a lot of times. Talked to Joe Ellis at, San at Santiago's like a month ago. And he was a good dude. He's a good dude. He's been the shepherd, the good shepherd of this team while they've been in some, you know, downtime lean years. But he did an okay job. He did a pretty good job, all things considered. Yeah, that first impression wasn't very good. I, I hope they stay out of the picture for a while now, too. I don't know. I'm going to believe that, like, rich people, I don't know, like, Bill Gates is super. He's a bit of a magoo, Okay. Even Elon's a little like the kid you picked on who's in drama. At, you know, I picked on Elon Musk at school. Like, I was like, oh, okay, man. All right, Pacific. Hey, when's the next, uh, when's the next play, Mr. Pl Mr. Actor? I don't know. It was high school. You don't, your jokes aren't that good. But you just kind of pick on people. I don't know. Rich guys are, is there any cool rich guys? Bezos is a total creep. 
And Brunson has like the hair. He looks like you want a rich guy to Richard Branson. He looks like you you want a rich guy to look like. But Bezos, maybe it's just what you get with the super rich and powerful. Yeah, the Clippers owners seems pretty cool. I guess. I don't know. He's yeah, dance is funny. Act like a bunch of penners. Uh, three zero three three one thirteen forty. The hotline as well as the text line. Alex is our guy now. Let's welcome him. Let's love on him. Wish him the best. Add him. Follow him. Acha cheese. A little vino. All right. Danny Williams along with Alex Becker on a role play Wednesday edition of the program. Back on the other side of Smiley Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Your music's funny. I like it. Danny Bailey with little, you know, played good songs. And then you try to play some songs he, he thought I liked. I like everything, mostly. It's a throwback. Sometimes Alex likes to uh, slow it down and smooth it out for the ladies and keep it fresh and sexy. You know, you you have a folder in here, and some of the songs I play come from that Dan yeah. Williams folder. Uh, interesting, very interesting. I wonder who to put that folder on there. They must have switched names. Uh, no, this is good stuff. I'm gonna see what's in that folder. I'm dying to know. This is what. Well, give me a couple songs that are in that folder, just like it's a good selection. Really, it is it about, a good selection? Um, let's see how many songs are in there. Uh, you got you got the thong song in there. Ninety three songs. Uh, I don't. I haven't seen the thong song uh, okay. in there, but it's a lot of like old school hip hop. Uh, 90s hip hop, okay. some, some some rock, and you know a lot of stuff from the okay. early, early 2000s, 90s. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. We'll play some of that. Um, the new Mile High Sports magazine is out. Russell Wilson's on the cover. It's beautiful, big thick magazine. It's pretty cool, man. I mean, like, it's like a local Sports Illustrated. It's polished. It's beautiful. Great writing. Great pictures. The whole thing. It's um, it's sweet. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Check it out. Go check the digital version of it out uh, where you could just like swipe across your phone to turn the pages. It's pretty cool how um, that whole thing is is set up. But okay, so let's see. Where were we at here? was talking about the new ownership group and just the first impression that was kind of, I thought, lackluster. I kind of let down a little bit. I'm not sure what I was waiting for. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't know if I was waiting for Mark Cuban to get up there and start saying stuff or... Um, you know, shoot, uh, you know, Jerry Jones, get up there and start saying stuff. I, you know what I was waiting for? Pat Bourne. I wanted to hear and feel something, some semblance of like, I run the show. I run the show. I run the show. And just like the look of a guy who you just totally believe is going to make it happen. The look of a winner. Rob Walton didn't have the, a winner. Rob Walton didn't have the look of a winner, man. He had the look of an old man. So he, uh, him, and Pat Bolin are eight months separated. Mm, okay. um, Pat Bolin is eight months older than Rob Walton. Okay. All right. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's got to be Walmart Stadium now, right? I hope not. That would. Yeah, that would lose a lot of luster. Would it? Is that Does worse it, than Empower? 
Yes. Is it worse than Sports Authority? I like Sports Authority, but they're out of, you know. Yeah, it's, it's worse than Sports Authority. Well, yeah, I mean, they have Target Field in Minnesota, so Wal- Walmart Stadium wouldn't be the worst thing. Mm. It'd be not as nice as Target Stadium. It'd be not as nice as Target Stadium, probably. I'm seeing a picture here of the Penners of Russell Wilson, Sierra, and family. Rob Walton and Coach Hackett, all of them in like an off in the office somewhere. A picture of all, all of them together. Yeah, you know, okay, sure. Richest owners in American sports. Steve Ballmer's worth more money than Rob Walton. Wow, I didn't know that. Jeez, fifty-nine Mr. billion for Rob Walton. Steve Ballmer, ninety-two billion. Uh, Dan, you know, he's the Clippers owner. Uh, next richest owner in professional sports is Dan Gilbert. Uh, Cavs, $20 billion. Steve Cohen, he's the Mets owner, the new Mets owner. Um, $17 million. David Tepper, $16 million. Just bought the Panthers a couple years ago. Um, yeah. Kroenke, eight on that list, $10 billion. Rams, Avs, Nuggets. Um... Yeah. You know? Okay. I guess we're going to have to accept these new owners and hope that uh, the cream rises. Hope they're as good as advertised. Right? Right. Uh, it's a, such a star-studded group to where you, know, you hope the other, they can do good things. The other ones don't matter. Condoleezza doesn't really matter. Um uh, Lewis Hamilton will never make a decision on regarding anything having anything to do with the Broncos ever. I mean, just they they don't they won't. I don't know how much Star Wars's dude's wife owns of the team. What's the percentage of ownership that uh, George Lucas's wife owns? Well, we'll find it. All right, so we have new owners. We have a fairly new general manager. We have a brand new head coach, and we have a new quarterback. Nothing's the same, okay? So when nothing's the same, is everything going to be different? If If nothing is the same as it once was, does that mean like this whole thing is destined to be different? Or... Does this franchise find a way to, again, since 1977, when they started going to Super Bowls, I mean, they just keep going to them about every four years or five years. They go to lots of Super Bowls. The Broncos go to lots of Super Bowls. They're very, you know, proud winning brand, a legacy brand, uh, uh, you know, in the NFL. Um, I guess some might say, well, it can't get any worse than it was over the last five years. Right? And now there's a new quarterback, a real quarterback. But I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't be missing Pat Bowlen more. You know, and it's scary because you see what this team has looked like without Pat Bowlen. They've been bottom feeders, and you're thinking, well, again, like Pat Bowlen was at Peyton Manning's press conference. It was the last time I could ever remember seeing Pat Bowlen in public 
was when he was sitting at Peyton's press conference. And um, do you know what? He might have been at Gary's, but he didn't say a word. He just sat in a chair. He might have been at Gary Kubiak's uh, press conference to when Gary Kubiak was added uh, to the team as head coach. He was definitely at Peyton's. Uh, but again, he, no matter what kind of competency he had, had his hands on all that, was there. I mean, had to have it run by him. Had to say yes or no. And you see what now the franchise has been without Pat Bowen. So would have anything been different if Pat Bowen was still in his prime like Jarrah? Yes. They wouldn't have been as bad. They'd have found a way. He'd have fired Elway's ass. He'd have pushed Elway. He'd have brought someone else in. Whatever. He fired Mike Shanahan. Maybe he wouldn't have fired Elway, but he would have helped take the pressure off of Elway. He'd have found a way. They'd have found a way. So are they ever going to get back to good, you know? Like Matchbox 20. To get it back to good. Do we have that one? Let's play it. Because everyone here knows everyone here is thinking about somebody else. Oh, man. That's a good one. That's, a, that's the track we need. I don't know what it's called. But, uh, yes, that is it. That's it. Back to good. Back to good? Put a whole bow on this thing. Okay, so keep the music playing. I love it. We'll go out to it. I hope they find a way. I hope these guys are super smart and I'm just not getting it. Again, I I just wasn't swept on my feet. Swept off my feet like I wanted to. And uh, like I wanted to be in it. I, it, it sucks. But we'll see. I'm not going to... I'm not burying anybody yet. Okay. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. We're going to play this song out. We're going to jam, and then we're going to go to break. We're going to come back and do some more. Turn up just a little bit to where, like, the vocals have me sounding so good, okay? <clears throat> everyone here knows everyone here is thinking about somebody else. Watch this one. But it's best if we all keep this. Okay. Saving it for karaoke night. Let's go to break. 303-831-1340. Alex producing the product. He's a young talent. He's got a lot of talent. Uh, hit us up. Smiley Sports. If anyone here was feeling the way I do. But I'm low. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. We saw Boys to Men two weeks ago at the Fiddlers with the symphony. My wife and I and my cousin and his girl. It was good. It was, it was good? It was three out of four. I don't know what happened in the other one. But man, they killed it. It was good. You know. A panty dropper, right? Mariah? It is Mariah, yeah. This is Mariah in her, in her prime. Turn it up. Let me hear Mariah's voice. It's a beautiful voice. 
But Whitney Houston's voice is the most perfect voice of all time. It's the greatest voice of all time. Yeah, it's iconic. Whitney's. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. No disrespect to Aretha Franklin or anyone like that, but Whitney did it on another level. This one's a good one. Yeah. Okay. It's day 13 of training camp. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. The Cowboys will be making their way to Dove Valley tomorrow, and they'll get that work in. Um, wanting to get a look at what those guys look like, and I'm sure these Broncos players are tired of beating up on each other. Um, and that's it. We'll see some real football from the Broncos on Saturday night. Um, I think tickets probably be pretty expensive for this preseason game, but if you're kind of patient and just kind of head down there around game time, keep hitting that refresh on the Ticketmaster app, you might find a way in for, you know, 30 or 40 bucks, I bet you. Uh, Nello found some $25 tickets. Um, yeah, I mean, he loves the Cowboys, so. So, yeah, you know, uh, for anyone who can't go spend 150 bucks or, you know, over 100 bucks on some tickets during the regular season, that's, you know, you got to take your kid to something that maybe is reasonable or, or you could kind of uh, afford. So, um, Deshaun Watson, Roger Goodell, Goodell, Roger Goodell yesterday said that um, what Deshaun Watson basically, you know, is accused of and after the investigation warrants a one-year suspension and it sounds like they're going to try to chase that down so if there's uh what the players say six games or who, who said six games it was the uh it was the play yeah okay players association players association said six games and the commissioner says 17 games then we'll probably meet in the middle somewhere right like arbitration around right. 10 or 12 games okay so is that enough now this guy's total creep, okay? But when you have lots of money and you got great lawyers, you're almost invincible. We've, you know, that's been proven in in America, unless you maybe kill somebody, and even then, you know, um, he's got a. It's like for the for everyone in a, in a, in the world in America it's like this guy's got to be punished the right way for like every for for the entire like movement itself for like the what the the times are the sign of the times the climate of the world here in, in, in America this guy's got to be like punished he got the most lucrative handsomest and player protected contract in the history of the National Football League. Tommy. And he's losing none of it. They actually, the Browns helped give him a deal that would help protect him against this. And against what, you know, the slap down that's going to be put on him, whether it's the 6 or the 17 or the 10 or the 12. So... Man, I don't know. You know, it's he didn't play last year, but he wasn't punished. That was like um, uh, it was a self-imposed punishment by the Texans. 
If they would have tried to play him, I don't know if the league would have stepped in and just said, no, you got to put him on some kind of exempt list or something. But they didn't have to do that because they took him off the field. What were you going to say? Didn't he still get paid last year, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, didn't he just get paid? Yeah, he made tons of money. I mean, this guy hasn't, he, he hasn't been punished at all. He has not been punished at all. And if he's not going to go to jail, well, then you got to take away what's most important from him and what's most important, you know, to the Browns. And that's him on the field. And you got to do it for a, a, a full year. 12 games is a full year. I could live with that because, you know, a team that with him thinks they're going to the Super Bowl or to the playoffs, deep into the playoffs, will have the, you know, those dreams dashed by. So, you know, one year of, again, it's. Every year is so, you know, matters so much in the NFL, any league. It's like all the things that happen in the year, you know, if it's a wasted year, it's just like, you know, where are we going? Let's build up towards the next year. If it's a year where you have the chance to compete, well, God, you want to make the most of it. Only one team wins it in the end. So, you know, a year, you know, look at the what we went through last year with the team, with, with, with these Broncos, and then look at the rides we had uh, when we were winners. Like each year was so special, you know, and uh, meaningful. And like you remember, each year is the chapter of a, you know, of a life, of your life, of your football life. So to take that away from the Browns and for Deshaun for a whole year would be about as much as anybody could do to punish this guy. It's up to Roger Goodell's, or sorry, Goodell is the last guy to really be able to, if you know, if the cops can't, if the prosecutors can't, then you got to take away what's the most important from him. And that's some of his money. Because playing with my money is like playing with my emotions, okay? Uh, and then you got to take um, the performance away from him. If the Browns wanted a piece of that, well, they knew what was coming. Slap them down. You know? I'd say. Uh, on the field, uh, the, the um, stadium name change, Alo says, keep it local. Chubby's filled at mile high. It's perfect. You know, you can get Mexican hamburgers inside. You can get uh, tamales. You can just get a smothered burrito. What's the difference between you get a hot dog with all the stuff on it and then a smothered burrito? Actually, if I get a fork with it, it might be less messy than the dog, the chili dog. So, um, you know, nachos and get, get some of their green chili on it. That'd be cool. Uh, what else, you know, Cos Bonita Stadium in Mile High, you know, Trey Parker getting involved, those guys. What else is something that's so, you know, got to get, um, um, like a veil, lodge and spa at Mile High. You know what I mean? Like uh, one of the big ski resorts type, uh, you know, who else? What else is like a Denver thing? The, I got it, Castle Rock Outlets at Mile High Stadium. That, you know, right? The Cast Rock outlets, it's like it's now there's outlets everywhere and they're not that cool or special. But back in the day, man, it's like I think I, I think we might try to go to the outlets. Really? Damn. Damn. Hit up that Nike outlet store. It is. It's pretty sweet. They got some good stuff in there. But yeah, I don't know. Ball Arena. I mean, I mean, no ball was, you know, the company was in Colorado. Ballerina. I like a big brand like Pepsi Center. It's badass. You know? Pepsi Center was good. Yeah, Pepsi Center was good. It was. Mile High Stadium. Damn, no names. It was just Mile High Stadium. That was kind of before naming rights and stuff like that, you know? 
But so you can't go back to that because there's too much money to be made. You know, all that money pays for the, you know, um, how clean the around the stadium inside of the stadium, all that, all that kind of stuff. It's like it's that yeah, stuff matters. But if it's, I'd take if um imp- okay, say if empower, okay, which I don't know if what that is. It's like retirement. It's like investment banking. Say Empower was offering me like twelve million a year or ten million a year. I'm just like, well, it's, they're offering the most money, okay? But Coca Cola was offering nine or eight, okay? Or like Dodge or Ford or something like that. You know, that's that. When wouldn't, wouldn't that be big picture better for the brand, or is it just about the most money? When, when it, you know, again, it's like uh, Coca Cola Field, a mile high. That's sounds awesome. So I don't know. Is it like just to go to the highest better because sports authority filled with sweet sports authority. Yeah. That, sports authority. Yeah, filled. That rolls off the tongue. Yeah, no doubt. But um, yeah, no one went there to buy anything. Sports authority. It's all about dicks now. Well, that sounded weird. Please don't yeah, you know, use that against me. <laughs> um, okay. Let's go to break. 303-831-1340. The hotline as well as the text line. I think every every batter in the order got a hit last night. More than half of the Rockies drove in runs. Uh, saw a little screenshot of kind of the final stats. They put it on the Cardinal last night. And Nolan Arenado, do you think Nolan Arenado regrets going to the Cardinals? I'm not saying he does or he doesn't. I'm asking you what you think. Uh, I don't. I think he he's very happy with that decision. You think he's happy with that decision? I think so. He still has the opt-out option after this year as well. So if he wants to go elsewhere, he has that chance. But I don't think he regrets going to St. Louis. Take that, Andrew, right? Because he's a Cardinals fan. Big, big Cardinals fan. Hey, Andrew, put down your pipe and smoke it, Buster. 16, have a little 16-piece nugget on your forehead. <laughs> I'm just joking. I like Andrew. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. I'm at Tweet Standing on Twitter, okay? Alex is at A Becker Sports. Is that right? Boom. Let's go. Who sings this? Uh, it's Marshmallow and Khalid. Ah, Marshmallow. He's that DJ with the marshmallow head. Exactly, yeah. Has anyone seen his face ever? I haven't. Um, I'm sure close friends and family, but yeah, <laughs> no, nobody at his appearances. That'd be weird to like, if you know. It's like a mascot. Ha- yeah, it would be weird to have sex with somebody with the mask. You know, if like he was trying to keep it to all the time with his girl and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I don't know. But then again, uh, like Anillo, he goes to Furcon every year. You know, Furcon. Forget it. Three zero three three one thirteen forty. The hotline as well as the text line. It's Malik Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Is this from that folder? No, this, oh, okay, this one's okay. not from the folder. <laughs> Hold on. This is... Uh, oh. Turn up, let me hear it. It's like right after my time, I think. Uh, let me. Okay. Uh, 
a little louder. I need a little bit louder in my ear. Okay. This is, uh... This is, uh... Not good, Charlotte. This is, uh... Bad, Charlotte. No, this is, uh... This is lit. No, it's not lit. This would be... This would be the band Bush. This is the band Life. No, this would be, um... Not fuel. This would be filter. Who is it, damn it? Switchfoot. Oh! Uh, Matt Holiday. I think this was his walk-up song. Oh, really? Back when he was a Rocky. Way back. Switchfoot, man. There's tickets that, you know, Nate asked us if we wanted for Collective Soul and Switchfoot. I was like... Friggin' A. We gotta get a collective soul sometime in the show here today. I mean, that's, you know, that's for my era a little bit. Switchfoot was alright. Couple hits, yeah. Yeah, what was the other one? Did they have another one? Or was this? Uh, let's see. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take care of some business while you're looking for whatever that hit might be. Okay, shout out to Coyote Motorsports, friend of the show. Uh, friend and uh, presenter of uh, some of our training camp coverage, Brian Rue, his team, 58th and I-25, iconic, in, uh, absolute you know, institution over there. Um, those CM Moto new motorcycles that they have, they're $5,000 brand new motorcycles that are better than ten, twelve, you know, $1,000 bikes that are being pumped out by... You know, the Harleys and the Yamaha. They, they sell Yamahas. No disrespect to Yamaha. They put out an awesome product. But, um, man, these Ziggy scooters. I'm giving you one of these scooters. It's like a, a moped. They go about 45 miles per hour. They go about 45 miles on a single charge. <laughs> man, I can't wait to just cruise on this thing. I'm going to ride it to, to here, work to work. And, Alex, at the end of the show one day, you're going to sit on the back. You're going to hold me. And we're going to go riding, bro. Okay? Let's do it. Hold on tight, cowboy. Hey, settle up, partner. Um... Yeah, but Coyote Motorsports, man, those guys are, are the best. So go check those guys out. Um, okay, so what are we doing here? Where were we at? It's 9.49 a.m. Did you find that? Uh, it's Dare You to Move uh, is their other top hit. doesn't sound like anything. It didn't really really uh, ring a bell either. Nah, so you don't think it's worth, is it worth playing to hear it, do you think, or nah? Nah. Okay, nah. I, I, I'm going to go with you on that. I'm going to go with you on that. I think, you know, um, they probably just got that one. Uh, okay, so did you did you see the uh, the player who was sliding in the third yesterday safely, and his cell phone fell out of his pocket? Yeah, I did see that. I actually saw that this morning scrolling Twitter. I think he played for the Pirates. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. I've never seen a phone in the pocket during gameplay. Well, I've been in you know a dugout a million times pre games, and um, I like to think that I I've seen a thing or two in my day. I don't think I've ever seen a guy on his phone in the dugout, let alone have his phone on him in the dugout. There might be like a spot for the phones, and they might go grab it and have a look, and they just have a peek or check in the tunnel. I don't really know. I don't you know I don't know, but I've never seen that. It was uh, Rodolfo Castro, Rodolfo. Did you see the umpire's reaction too? That yeah. was probably the best part. He just pointed down to the ground. I was like, like, "Are you kidding uh, me, <laughs> bro? Your f- phone fell out. That's oh, right here on the ground." Dang. It's funny because they always carry those scouting reports in their back pocket. I thought it was that when it first came out, but it, it's clearly a phone. 
Does the guy look like an idiot for that happening? Or is it funny? Uh, it's kind of funny. He just it, It's a head first slide, so it kind of looks pretty cool. It's just popping out of the back pocket. Yeah. And yeah, I've you know you would think it'd be outlawed to have it in the dugout as well. I I would think so. It's like so. having a phone on the sideline. Like, he's twenty. No. He's twenty three years old. Okay. Imagine twenty three year old or you know teenager without their phone. It'd probably be the end of the world as we know it. So, he was playing for the Pirates on Tuesday, a night after a call up from AAA Indianapolis Indians. No way. Do you think he's in trouble? Did you hear that one? He's just was called so up. So they just brought him up. Hey. Managers like in AAA. Rodolfo, bro. Chacho. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see if he gets sent back down or not <laughs> right away. Was that a triple or was he just stealing? That I don't know. I don't know if he was going from first to third on a base hit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't. I think it was. I don't think he hit a triple. All right, I just thought it was kind of funny, kind of cool. Um, the Rockies last night. Have you been following the Rockies still? Are you staying kind of in tune and keeping up and keeping pace with these guys? You got your eye on them still, or are you or are you not? I always keep tabs on the Rockies. Always okay. try and keep follow what they're doing. Okay, because like uh, Jake hated their guts, was emotionally detached. Danny Bailey cares a little bit, but like at a professional level, you know, like he knows he has to maybe talk about it with Eric or something like that. Um, and, you know, I'm maybe somewhere in the middle. It's like I care, but like I'm mad. It's like they're one of my kids, but it's like the kid I'm most disappointed in. I'm like, well, he just hasn't figured it out yet. You know, he just doesn't know what he wants to do yet. Yeah, right now, you know, he's. Doing art right now. He's into art. And he thinks he can make a career out of it. Oh, no, he's actually into photography right now. Oh, really? Who does he work for? Oh, uh, nobody. He just likes to take pictures of stuff. Oh, okay. It's kind of the Rockies. It's like you care about them. You love them. But they're 14 games under 500 now. They were just seven games under a couple weeks ago. Seven games under 500. And you're like, okay. And then we were kind of talking about them a little bit because they were winning games. And then you get clobbered. Uh, it's tough, man. Kyle Freeland's 7-7 seven and seven this year after stumbling out of the gates. Not too bad, actually. His ERA is about a four and a half. but He's been better, though. I think his last few starts, he's he's been pretty good yeah. the month of July and August. Interesting. Paul Goldschmidt's like a MVP candidate over there. He's the front runner right now. Is he in the National League? Yeah, he's I, the odds-on favorite. You got to give it to Judge, but what Otani is doing is so incredible. Otani yesterday, um, after pitching in that win, getting his 10th win of the season, <laughs> ties Babe Ruth as the only guy ever to hit 10 home runs in a season and um, win 10 games as a pitcher. Just the stuff that Otani's doing is the stuff of such legend. Imagine, it's like people got to wrap their head around this. There's been baseball for like 150 years, okay? And even like, again, it's like the year 2022, so even baseball in the year 1922 was like, same baseball, same dimensions, you know, like the that like we used, that we use today, 
Okay? It's like the same game. Football, they didn't have helmets. And then like the 30s, they put a catcher's mitt on a, a catcher's mitt on a guy's head and called it a helmet. You know, um basketball, look how basketball's dramatically changed over the years, but baseball, you know, it has remained the same. Like an army of steamrollers has been rebuilt. <laughs> tore down and rebuilt again but this field this game oh they will come Ray. they will most definitely come now we'll do that one later maybe but um, by the way the field of dreams game is tomorrow it is yeah tomorrow cubs and reds okay i got something for it maybe at the end of the show we'll do our james Earl jones with the music behind it um but my point is, in all of those years, all the games that the Cy Youngs and all the other racist players from the early 1900s and late 1800s when no black guys could play, all those guys, there ain't never been a guy to win 10 games as a pitcher. And these guys are pitching every day, every other day. That's why you go, Cy Young has 500 wins or whatever it is. Okay? And it, it, no one's ever done it but, but Babe Ruth. Ever. The Angels, according to the Angels, there's been two Negro League players who have done it, who have accomplished the feat. And that's kind of cool that they noted that. But in 150 years of baseball, one guy, Babe Ruth, who's literally a godlike figure, like, like it's, Babe Ruth is so long ago, he's like the Loch Ness Monster. I don't even know if he really existed. It's like, is he a mythical figure? Or is he, was he really a, a real person? You know, less than a god, but more than a man, right? So... For uh, Shohei Otani to be doing this kind of stuff is the stuff of legend. The guy's a ledge. If he, I think if he was an American player, again, like a Japanese player comes over and he's a phenom, at least in the hobby, at in baseball and in like in the collectibles world, you know. But, man, if this guy was American, I think we'd be falling all over ourselves for this guy. Uh, Tony doesn't like don't even speak English. You know what I mean? That's part of it. You know, put a microphone in front of him. He has to have a translator speak English for him. So, you know, it's just part of the package. But what Otani is doing, he should win the MVP again. And as long as, you know, he's um, a elite hitter, which he is, and an elite pitcher, which he is, he's doing both at an elite level. There's no one like him and there's no one ever been like him. And he's better than Babe Ruth in terms of being a great pitcher and a great um, hitter. It's just hard to compare him to anybody. Because nobody else does what he you does. You can't compare him to anybody else. I mean, like, transcendent in the game. Like, Michael Jordan. Like, a, you know, even like Steph Curry changed the way, you know, you allow basketball players to operate and the things that they kind of can do on the floor. Kind of like that, but even more. So let's go to break. 303-831-1340 is the hotline as well as the text line. Jo join the conversation. Who's this? Is Collective Soul? Damn! Turn it up! This is it. This is mid-90s, you know, like at its finest. Alternative rock. They don't, there's nothing, nothing's called alternative rock now. You don't call it that. You know, everything's got like a subtitle or category now, but Collective Soul's good, man. They got some good ones. Danny Williams. Alex Becker, and you guys will catch up on the text line on the other side. It's Molly Sports. <laughs> 